Gareth Jones Presents Sound Sound on the Morning 2012, part 4, the 2024 hours. in the evening and it's quiet which is just as well because my voice is somewhat damaged back in the early hospitality of the beds having been over to Tatsu Rouge to look at the cars going through when we get back real drama first of all Romain Dumas in the number three Audi clipped I think one of the was it the 81 Ferrari and the car slewed off, hit the walls and did some superficial damage to the front bodywork. And one of the wheels got practically torn off. But he tore all the bodywork off with his bare hands. Here the cars come. As they go by on the start-finish straight, they wiggle, of course, to keep the tyres warm. And the delta wing, at these sorts of speeds, does two things. First of all, it yaws, it slews left and right as it advances forward, tail end coming round, and spits fire out of its exhaust at the rear. It looks like a little baby rocket ship. Couldn't be any cooler. It's weak. It is way cool. <laughs> I believe how you might put it. It's way cool. That's in California. <laughs> The other side of things, Toyota had a bit of a dramatic moment as well. Did you see that, Chris? Toyota and Ferrari, yeah. The Ferrari seemed like it tapped the Toyota on the tail end, and uh, all hell broke loose after that. Yeah, it got slightly sideways. Air got underneath the front three-quarter of one side with Anthony Davison driving it, and it flipped through the air doing like one and a half turns, yeah. but came down mercifully the right way up, and lots of bits flew off, and it careened into a barrier. And they're repairing that barrier now, which will take time. Quite some damage to it. Looks like they just hauled off the, both of the cars. So it's, it's going to be pretty soon. And do we know Anthony Davidson? Have we seen him walk away from here? Or was he carried away? Did you see him leave? Uh, I didn't see anything on TV. It's, I'm switching between watching the monitor and looking at the actual cars go by. So I didn't see whether they did. But it looks like everybody's okay from it. Well, we hope he's okay. It's midnight at Le Mans. The cars have been running for nine hours. Presently leading is the number one Audi R18 e-tron Quattro, the hybrid one. At the moment, Andre Lotterer is driving. That was mine. That was yours. Chris is happy. (laughs) My Audi is the number two, driven by Alan McHesh, who's in the car at the moment with a, a cap of two minutes and six seconds, a little over a lap here at Le Mans. They've both done 138 laps at this time. Mike Rockenfeller is third, a previous winner here at Le Mans in the number four Audi Ultra. And then the number three Audi Ultra, the non-hybrid, has got Louis Duval driving it at the moment, currently in sixth 
place. Which is really impressive because not long ago, after number three hit the wall, he was in number 28 and he climbed up to number six quicker than I ever imagined he could. The Audi team know how to manage this race. They prepare the car in such a way that components can be removed easily and replaced. The whole rear end of the car comes off if need be. The team is so well organised. But there again, so is the Toyota team who have prepared a very special car, a very complicated car for this race. They have one car still running at the moment. Anything can happen in the night. It's probably not going to rain, but stuff does happen. There have been some disasters, haven't there? There have. And the one that disappointed me most was the Nissan Delta Wing. And we saw that go into the wall by one of the Audi drivers, and it just disappointed me. And, uh, they were, the driver of the Delta Wing jumped out and tried to repair the car himself. Overall, they just ended up retiring, and it was a real disappointment. There was some hope that because it's racing outside the rules as Garage 56, car zero, they might allow it to be brought back to the garage and rebuilt to go out, but the ACO have decided no. It's had its chance after 75 laps. It was so sad, wasn't it? That was terrible. I was really hoping to see it. I, I love the new technology thing. I think it's great. And uh, to see it go out so early was a real disappointment. And here we are, nine hours into the race, not even halfway. going to try an experiment. This recorder I use has a setting whereby I can change the spread of the stereo mics. Instead of being 90 degrees, it's 180 degrees. So if I hold the mic out of the window, you should hear the cars with a much clearer, broader stereo image as they approach down the pit lane and depart to our right. So I'll shove the mic out of the window now. hope it's not too windy, and this should sound quite different. Midnight at 180 degrees stereo. Just after 3 o'clock in the morning, we are exactly halfway through the race now. Chris and I have been out 
watching the cars at Tetra Rouge, watching the Audis float through without braking at Tetra Rouge. And we returned to the Audi press box to meet up with Richard. I'll just tell you what's going on at the moment. The number one Audi is leading with Fassler in at the moment. Christensen has just got out of the number two Audi and been replaced by Alan McNish. He's running second. And third is Bonanomi, the Audi LMP1 R18 Ultra. And in sixth place is the other Audi R18 Ultra. The Toyotas, at the moment, we've lost the one without Davison, which we heard he's broken his back. Have you heard this, Richard? Yeah, but he was tweeting earlier on. He's tweeting from hospital. From hospital, but what that does suggest is that... First of all, he's not under heavy sedation, which suggests, hopefully, that his injuries aren't too severe. Although it does sound bad when you say a broken back. But, yeah, fingers crossed for Anthony Davidson. Uh, we, we like him a lot. Yes, we do. We like him all a lot. Anyone who's daft enough to get in the car and drive around this circuit for our entertainment, we like them. Even if Taki Inui did this, we'd love him. Well, we'd we love him anyway. Love him more. In fact, Taki Inui, here's a memo to Taki Inui. Get that Japanese Lamborghini going again. That Merchinago <laughs> that, that never did more than about two or three laps. And get yourself behind the wheel because it would be the comedy entry to end all comedy entries. Chris, unlike Richard and I, you know, we've seen this race, I don't know, ten times or something like that. This is your first experience of Le Mans. Was it how you imagined it to be? Not even close, no. It- I expected it to be like a race and coming here and seeing the whole culture behind everything and, and the, even the trip down here and the, the partying going on throughout the night and all sorts of wild stuff going on that we kind of walked through on our way back to the Audi Hospitality Suite here. Yeah, there was there was a full-on rave going on up at the, really? uh, the bridge, yeah. About eight guys having their own rave. One guy had his trousers around his waist. <laughs> I think it was a glow stick he was waving. I hope so. <laughs> or he'd just been drinking Barocca. <laughs> Listen, I've peed. I've got to go and save myself because I want to be back in here for the end of the race tomorrow. R- rendezvous here at some point? Yeah, well, you've got 12 hours, so well, thereabouts. I might get 11 and three quarter hours sleep in yeah. that time. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Richard. Good night. Say good night, Chris. Nighty night. Good night, guys. Catch you in the morning. That sound can mean only one thing. I am back on the start-finish straight with a somewhat broken voice for the final stages of the long 24 hours, 2012. It's a little over one hour to go. Over the night, there haven't been any great dramas. But I've been sitting here wondering... How is it that Audi are so very, very good at this race? Well, you need a fast car, you need a great team, you need preparation and organisation and systems. And that's what they seem to have, tremendous systems in place. They designed the car so that if anything does go wrong, 20 people can work on it at any one point in time. And I just want to point this out to Chris. Chris, how are you enjoying the last few minutes? Oh, it's great so far. Overnight, there really wasn't much that happened from what I heard. But, uh, it didn't rain. That's it why. didn't rain, which is great. And a couple of the Audis had a little bit of a problem from what I saw. Uh, a couple of them kissed a wall while trying to avoid a Ferrari, for example. And 
it got a bit roughed up, but they got it into the pits. 20 guys that uh, looked like ants just all over the car fixed it up. And I, I think they lost a, a lap or a lap and a half, and they got it back on the track faster than anybody thought. The quality of Audi being able to do that sort of thing is incredible. Check out the attention to detail. If you look at the the pit boxes, the Pratt perches, as they call them, the shelves with the covers that the teams work on on the pit wall, look down the pit wall and you see the classic sort of vinyl and aluminium frame. Look right at the Audi setup and you've got one, two, three, four, one for each car, lightweight, completely aluminium boxes that look like they were carved out of some high-tech material specifically for this purpose. They look and, very German. Yeah, very efficient and German and clean. And above the door of each of these pit boxes, pit wall boxes, is an LED readout that lists the car number and the name of the driver. So at a glance, you know where you are and what's going on. That kind of not making it up as we go along attitude is what makes Audi the greatest among team at the moment, I think. Reminds me a bit of the military and their, the way that, how strict they are and how, uh, how organized. And deeply impressive. But which Audi will win the race, we'll tell you presently. run of the Le Mans 24 hours the leading car at the moment is the number one Audi Sport Team Yost e-tron Quattro R18 driven by Andre Lotter the victor last year but my Audi is two laps down at the moment but remember that if you're running for another hour the distance and the speed these cars are travelling is equivalent to most of a Grand Prix and things can change hands. The gap has now just, for instance, gone back down to one lap. Can Christensen now, in what I call the McNish Audi, get ahead of the number one and win the race? It's going to be an Audi victory, but will it be my Audi? Twenty-four minutes to go the 24 hours and the number two Audi with Tom Christensen at the wheel comes in right beneath me it was silent you didn't hear it I'm holding the mic out the window this thing is a ghost car it's spooky the way and it I think in some ways reflects the way in which Audi tackle Le Mans all under control very little they deal with it. That's how you win this race. Out it goes. And let's have a look at the final position.
the number two Audi is still one lap down of Andre Lotterer, who looks like he's got this race in the bag, but having said that, I could have doomed it. Exactly two minutes left to the end of the Le Mans 24 hours. The four Audis are on their last lap at the top. They're, they're running four abreast. Such is the dominance, the organisation of the phenomenal Audi Sport team Yoast that they can do this with a new car. The technology in the e-tron quattro is new to Audi. The technology in the Toyota hybrid is new to motor racing. They brought the challenge to Audi, but were unable to do it on this occasion. I can see the video, the TV screens showing the marshals waving the flags and from our position here all the mechanics from all the teams are released from the garages onto the pit wall the Audi team resplendent in red, white and black with Audi flags the smiles in the room I'm in of course as we prepare for the winners of the 80th running of the 24 hours du Monde with you across the line any moment Chris how do you feel oh this is incredible to see all this going on right now it's dramatic isn't it it's yeah, theatre it really it's huge it it's like a tsunami of people crossing the pit lane and here comes the Corvette which had to come in and trying to get out that Corvette had to wend its way through a very busy pit lane so it's running at the end, they had to do a driver change because the driver who was in that car had done the maximum amount of time available, they had to make a change, wow We've got people standing on the pit wall. We've got people standing on top of the pit boxes. Everybody in the stands is standing up at the moment. There are flags waving, people hanging out of the windows. The sun is shining as Audi win Le Mans for the 10th time. The number one Audi e-tron Quattro crosses the line. The team of Andre Lotterer, who's in the car at the moment, Bernard Trillier and Marcel Fassa win La Mom for Audi. Listen to this. And well done to the number 12 Rebellion Lola with a Toyota engine who crosses the line just out of the po- just off the podium at fourth place. And here comes the winner right before me. Turn round into the pit lane. The doors are open. The rest of the team run to greet Lotterer. They're banging on the car. 
this is fantastic. And this was the sound of Le Mans 2012. He was Chris Burdick. Say goodbye, Chris. Bye, everybody. And I was Gareth Jones on the speed. See ya. Send us an email, see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site or follow us on Twitter, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Hang on a moment. We can't actually leave it there. This year's coverage was all about the sound of Le Mans. So to finish, I think we should let you hear the sound of a unique moment when I was lucky enough to record the four stars of the race when they were all running on the same piece of track line astern. First, the full-on retro fruitiness of the mighty Corvette, followed immediately by the stunning contrast of the near silence of the Audi e-tron quattro swooshing its way down the start-finish straight, chased by the people's champion, the equally futuristic, undeniably cute, and let's not deny it, very alternative Nissan Delta Wing. And then, as a sort of parting shot, the banshee howl of the car which aims to be the winner next year, the Toyota TS-030. Enjoy this wonderful moment. See ya. This is now the power of 2012. We, 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 we,